thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad you're joining us today on Jesus the Healer. And uh, I have a precious studio audience in here and we're hungry to hear the word. I know you're hungry to hear the word because it is an all conquering word. Amen. And so we invite you, release your faith with us as we feed on the word. Uh, Get your Bible, get notes and a pen and pencil your device, whatever you want to use and take notes of what God would say to you because these things that we're going to be ministering on, they'll be a help to your faith and they'll help change your life. How many of you know the word won't leave you like it found you? Amen. We started on a previous episode in 1 Chronicles chapter 16. We want to see something that we're ministering on. 1 Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 34, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Listen, God doesn't just do good. He is good. His essence is goodness. He's comprised of goodness. Amen. And so everything that flows out of him is good. If there's something bad that happened in your life, God didn't have anything to do with it. Why? Because only goodness can flow out of him. Anything that that's bad, the devil, the devil was behind it and the devil used people. And so don't ever tribute to God what came out of the devil. Only goodness can come out of God for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. As the Psalms 118 verse one says, because his mercy endures forever. How come he's good? Because of his mercy. His mercy, uh, his mercy is so great. It endures forever. And uh, that's what makes him good is he is so rich in mercy. Amen. We were talking about on a previous episode. Listen, if you didn't watch yesterday, go watch it. Uh, We were talking about to make sure we don't think wrong, uh, accusing God of difficult and and bad things that have happened in our life. Mm -hmm. Because God God doesn't deal with his people except through goodness and mercy. And uh, he doesn't deal with us by causing tragic things to happen. When tragic things have happened in your life, don't blame God. He had nothing to do with it. Blame the choices of people. Blame the devil who who tempted those people to do wrong. But don't blame God because it'll injure your faith if you accuse God of something that he had no part of. We have to go to the word to find out what is our father like. 
and the word shows us what our father is like. And this passage shows us he is good and his mercy endures forever. But the first phrase of that says, give thanks to the Lord. Can I tell you what, when you thank him for his goodness, his goodness will flow in a stronger way in your life because you're, you're attaching your faith to his goodness. You'll recognize his goodness and receive of his goodness. Not only that, his mercy that when you thank him for his mercy, listen, me, this studio audience and everyone watching me right now, uh, if it weren't for the mercy of God, none of us would be even receiving anything of good, of good things. Because if it weren't for his mercy, we would have been off the scene long time ago. (laughs) We have no idea what his mercy has kept us from and rescued us from. And that's because, because of his mercy, he has been good to us. Amen. Amen. Psalms chapter 34, Psalms chapter 34 in verse eight. I want us to read there together. It says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Notice this. If you're going to taste something, you're going to partake of it. If you're going to taste something, recognize recognize the goodness of what you're tasting. Mm -hmm. So taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Could we say it this way? Blessed is the, blessed is the man that trusts in his goodness. Yeah. Um, When you miss it, We've all missed it. That's why the blood of Jesus is so precious to us because it cleanses us when we sin. If we make mistakes, make wrong choices, make wrong decisions, Mm -hmm. we can repent before God and the blood of Jesus will cleanse us from that. Amen. 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 But if we miss it, um, we need to have more faith in God's goodness and his mercy than we do in a sense of shame and guilt that Uh comes from missing it. We need to have, we need to trust his blood has cleansed me. Therefore, because he's good to me, because he's merciful to me, I'm not going to live under a sense of shame and condemnation and guilt because I trust and believe in his goodness more than I trust in what, more than I have, um, more than I rely on or, or look to where, where my faults and failures are. If you look at you, you sink lower. You look at him, you rise. If you're going to look at who you are in the flesh, you can always find a reason to turn in upon yourself. And the accuser of the brethren who is Satan will certainly help you with that. So what is our attention to do? Our attention is to be on him and his goodness and his mercy rather than on where we've missed it, all we've done wrong, so that we don't live under a cloud of regret, of shame. I trust in his goodness more than I trust in where I missed it. I trust in his mercy. So not only that, if we make a choice, we make a decision. Now, Brother Copeland says something that's so good. Because the world will say this, uh, the good die young. Have you ever heard that phrase? Implying this, that why do bad things happen to good people? They're so good. We don't know why bad things happen to them. And Brother Copeland makes this statement. He said, the reason bad things happen to good people is because good people make bad choices. Mm. You have to know this. The devil can't do to you anything he wants anytime he wants. 
we have to make a choice or decision that gives him a place. If, and we've all made wrong choices. We've all made bad decisions. But when you do, don't, ex- don't think, well, now I have to accept a measure of defeat. Out of his goodness and mercy will kick in and will rescue you from bad decisions. Rescue your life from bad choices. You ever gone to, I don't know if they have this in, in um, stores nowadays, but when I was growing up and my mother took us to lots of antique stores, my mother loved history. And so she would take us to places where we could see things that you don't get to see anywhere else. And uh, we would walk especially into antique stores or stores that may cost a lot and they'd have a, they'd have a sign there that says, you break it, you buy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. You remember those? I don't, I don't know that I see that anymore. Because they're such big corporate owned, you know, things. I don't know if that's so much the case anymore. But there were times we broke it and mother had to buy it. My mother was a good mother. My daddy was a good daddy. If we broke it, they are the ones that picked up the tab. That's what God does for us. When we make a wrong decision, God will pick up the tab, pay it off, pay it off, set it back right and put you back as though you never missed it. Why? Because he's good. When you miss it, run to his goodness. When you miss it, run to his mercy. In his goodness and his mercy, he will fix up your bad, your bad choice and your bad decision. Now you can't keep making the same bad choice. Amen. Now see, if I'm in that store as a little girl, and I've dropped something and break it, mother goes and pays for it. That's not an invitation to go pick up something else and throw it on the floor and break it because I know mother will cover me. Now I'm going to get in trouble when I intentionally keep doing the wrong thing. You know? They'll make sure she pays for it no matter how many times I break it or how many different things I break. But I want you to know this. Don't presume upon the mercies of God. He will... In his goodness, he will bail us out. He will rescue us. He will deliver us from our wrong choices. And you say, Pastor Nancy, I've made so many. Get in line. We've all made so many. Don't disqualify yourself from his goodness and mercy because it says it endureth forever. Why? Because we need it forever. (laughs) Every day we need it. Don't let the devil make you frightened and fearful that because of your choice, you have to live a life of suffering. In his goodness, in his mercy, God will step up and he will cover for you. He will deliver you and bail you out with a divine rescue. Amen. And we are to trust in his goodness. Amen. Now look again at Psalm verse 34 and verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Well, what of him are we trusting in? In his goodness. I trust that even if I make a wrong choice, if I go a wrong direction, if I make a a bad decision, I trust his goodness to bail me out, to rescue me and to deliver me. I'm not going to hide in shame and say, well, now I have to just suffer with this wrong, bad thing I've done. You don't have to if you'll trust his goodness more than you trust in your bad decisions. Amen. 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 
My husband, you've heard me talk about it, and I keep talking about it, not because it's a troubling to me, but because there's answers for this in your life, for your life. So this is why I refer to things in my life that have happened to be an answer for yours. And um, my husband went home suddenly to be with the Lord one day in 2013. That day, within the hour that I heard about, heard that report of what had happened with my husband, I said to God, here goes. I said, here goes. I commit to you that I will jump in both feet into what you're leading me to do without fear. I refuse to move ahead with any sense of fear. And I trust as I'm learning this flow, because you see, whenever my husband was alive, of course, he was the head of the family. He was the head of the ministry. I had not occupied that seat before, but now I'm the head. I've never been in that seat before. I'm not acquainted with that seat. And so I said, God, now in this new leadership position I'm in, it's, it's a new place for me. Yes. But I, I, I commit to you that I will not stand back reserved in fear of missing it. Right. Because I trust, even if I miss it, I expect you to bail me out. Yes. What is that? That's trusting his goodness. Yes. That's trusting in his mercy. Yes. And I said, I would rather be bold. If I sense that you're leading me to do something and I have peace about it. See, that's how you know. It's not that you have to hear a voice. It's do you have peace about it in your spirit? Now you can have peace about doing something in your spirit and your mind give you fits. Disregard what the mental, what's happening in the mental arena, Uh because the devil will try to trouble the mental arena to distract you from the peace in your spirit. But if you have peace in your spirit, you're safe in doing that. And I said, God, if I have peace about doing something, I'm going to jump in with both feet and I'm going to do it. I said, I'm not going to put in one foot and then go, should I, should not, and then pull that foot back. Should I, should not, should I, I'm not going to do that. I said, if I have peace about it, I'm doing, I'm jumping with both feet and I'm not looking back. I'm not going to lay in bed and say, should I not have done that? You get in that mental arena and start measuring your decisions like that. And the devil will beat your brains out. He will beat you up mentally. He'll get you doubting, questioning. Uh He'll get you into fear of making a wrong decision. So many people live under a fear of making wrong decisions. Well, At some point, we've all made a wrong decision. And you know what? I trust in God's goodness and mercy more than I trust in the, more than I have confidence in, or or say this lack of confidence in my ability to follow God. And I said to God, I said, if I make a wrong decision, I said, I'm jumping in with both feet and I'm not turning back. Because, you know, faith, faith, faith doesn't hesitate. Faith when it has peace and it, it has the word, it hears from the Holy Ghost what yes. to do. And I'm not talking about this blind leaping in the sense of people say, you know, faith isn't blind because it has the leading of the spirit. Yes. Right. It has the word yes. to back it up. Right. But I said, if I sense that I'm to do something and I have peace about it, I'm jumping in with both feet and I'm not going to question myself every step of the way. Right. And I said, now, God, if I miss it, I expect you to bail me out. And I said, I I would rather miss it being bold than miss it in fear. And I said, I expect, because why? In fear, your faith isn't going to work right. 
But if I'm bold and I miss it, my faith is intact. (laughs) And then I can receive your divine help. I trust, I'm not afraid of missing it. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of making a wrong decision, of going a wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Why? Because if I do, his goodness and mercy will rescue me just like it rescued you at the new birth. Amen. Amen. It's of his mercies that we are not consumed. You're a child of God because of his goodness and his mercy to you. Amen. Amen. And that goodness and mercy will continue to flow for us and in us and around us all the days of our life. So we are not to live afraid of missing God, afraid of making bad decisions. If I would say this, Take time. Don't, don't make quick decisions. I don't, I'm pretty slow about making decisions, but even if, and I have made wrong decisions since my husband went home to be with the Lord, I made some wrong decisions and God has always helped me out and God has always blessed me just for, just for letting him work for me. When you draw on his goodness and your mercy, you're putting him to work. Amen. Amen. And so um, I I do approach decisions soberly. Mm -hmm. I don't just mindlessly make decisions. I check in here. Mm -hmm. I take time to check my heart, check my spirit. Why? Because um, God will lead us if we'll take counsel with him. Mm -hmm. It matters to me what he says. So I listen and I do as best as I know. Many times people get into fear and they go, I just don't know enough. I don't know enough. Well, just do what you do know. Uh-huh. Don't be occupied with what you don't know. Yeah. Just do what you do know. Have faith in his goodness and his mercy, especially in the face of the accuser. Because the accuser will always point to all your bad decisions, all the places you've missed it, and he'll try to make you feel as though you don't qualify for God's best because of how you've missed it in the past. The accuser of the brethren is a liar. Taste and see that the Lord is good. When are you going to taste it? When, when there's nothing good around you, there's hard circumstances. You've put yourself in a bad place maybe through wrong decisions. Well, at that time, taste and see that God is good. Amen. Amen. Expect his goodness to bail you out. Expect his goodness to rescue you. Amen. Amen. In his goodness, he will show us changes to make. In his goodness, he won't let us, he won't help us to keep doing it wrong. Yes. Amen. Amen. He will show us what to correct. Go with me, if you would, in your Bibles. Look at Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 13. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 13. It reads, and make straight paths for your feet. What's that mean? Get rid of what's tripping you up. Uh Don't keep doing the same thing that's tripping you up. If a certain relationship keeps tripping you up, quit. (laughs) Don't, young people, if you're dating someone and it keeps tripping your life up, don't keep it. Don't keep going that direction. Mm -hmm. If you keep going to a place you know that's weakening you spiritually, quit going there. Amen. Amen. Uh, all, there are many things in life that can trip us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something on the computer keeps tripping you up, quit doing it. Right. Yeah. 
And you know what? If I, even some parent, if you have to, uh, get rid of yours and only allow yourself to be on a computer if a parent is watching or right. somebody else that you make yourself accountable to. Right. Get rid of things that trip you up. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Make straight paths for your feet. Yes. Get rid of things that trip you up. Yes. Lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but rather let it be healed. What's this verse means? It means this. Sometimes for us to receive the help we need, we got to correct some things. Uh -huh. yes. In God's goodness and his mercy, he will show us what to correct. Uh -huh. Now he can't make the correction for us. Right. We're the ones who have to make the change, but it's of his goodness when he says, quit hanging out with that person, quit yes. going to that place, yes. quit watching this, yes. quit saying this, quit yes. thinking right. worried thoughts, yes. quit speaking fear words. That's his goodness and mercy telling us what to change so that we quit tripping over those yes. things. Right. Yes. And then when we do notice what will happen, that which was lame will be healed. Yes. Yes. That which didn't work will now work. Mm -hmm. That which was broken will get fixed. Mm -hmm. yes. So he's letting us know in his goodness and in his love, it's his love that shows us corrections to make. Yes. How many of you know when God, when God shows us what we need to correct, that's him loving us. Oh, yes. That's not him finding fault, being judgmental, being critical. Mm -hmm. He's showing us how to help, yes. uh, how to help our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> I have had, I have two sons and uh, one of my sons when he was really little and I spanked him and after I spanked him, he grabbed his backside <laughs> and with his hands on his backside, he was crying and he said, mama, thank you for keeping me straight. <laughs> you know, sometimes when God corrects us, it can smart a little. Oh, yes. You don't want to know why? Because we love him. We don't want to displease him. That's right. And that's where it smarts oh, is yes. that you don't want to think, you know, we don't want to displease him. We want to uh -huh. please him. But even at those times that he corrects us, you know what you need to say? Thank you for keeping me straight. Thank you for, Thank you for keep. I want to be right with God. Yeah. I don't want to just get my way. Oh, I want yes. to be right with God. Yeah. Thank you, Father, for showing me what I need to correct. Yeah. Thank you for showing me what I need to change. It's of your goodness and your mercy. And you know, when he shows us what we need to change, you know, he'll empower us to make the change. Yeah. He even enables us. It's not by willpower. It's not by human ability. Right. We make corrections and changes. We have his grace and his mercy and his goodness and his empowering to help us make the changes. Yes. Amen. Because some of these things that we're doing wrong in our life are keeping us from receiving the miracle we need, yes. keeping us from receiving the healing we need. Yes. And so in his goodness, in his mercy, he will show us what we need to do. Yes. Amen. Amen. And he'll keep us from falling under a sense of, if I could say this, a sense of condemnation. Yes. No use getting condemned because you miss it. His goodness and mercy will bail you out. Amen. I trust his goodness more than I trust my bad decisions. More than I trust wrong decisions. Amen. Instead of laying in bed and beating yourself up at night for what you've done wrong, why don't you lay there and say, Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. It sets me on the straight and narrow path and it enables and empowers me to live the best life. 
Amen. Amen. Turn with me, if you would, before we close today. Let's go to Psalm chapter 109. And we'll read verse 21. Psalm 109 and verse 21. It says, But do thou for me, O God, the Lord, for thy name's sake, because thy mercy is good, deliver thou me. Look at that. Thy mercy is good. Now, notice what happens. Now you deliver. Yes. When we've missed it, his mercy will kick in. His goodness will kick in and will deliver us from that. You need to answer that to the devil. When opposition, accusations of where you've missed it say, because he is merciful and he is good, he delivers me. You can have confidence and be bold that no matter how you've messed it up, God can put it back. Amen. Amen. We trust in his goodness. Don't trust your performance. Trust his goodness. And because he is good, he enables us to do right, to perform the right things, to do the right things. But it's, we're not living the best life because we're great performers. (laughs) We're living the best life because he is good to us, to enable us to walk the path he has authored for us. Amen. Well, I trust your help today. It's a joy to get to be with you. And uh, be a doer of this word you hear. Remember the verses that we read early on? It said, oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Live your life thanking God for his goodness and his mercy to you. Amen. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. We're so glad you're with us today. And remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, God the Revealer of Secrets, you will learn how to know God's perfect will for your life and how to accomplish that divine plan. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Tulsa, Oklahoma at The Rock Church, April 16th through the 20th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Jesus called healing the children's bread. Nancy Dufresne's book, Daily Healing Bread from God's Table, contains daily portions of healing bread for you to feast on and meditate on in your thought life throughout the day. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual prayer conference here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, April 4th through the 6th. We would like everyone attending to pre-register on our website, DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting God to do great things. In Romans 8:14, God gives His children the promise that He will lead them by His Spirit. So we have a right to expect to be led. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. 
Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Colossians tells us that Jesus spoiled, defeated, and stripped Satan in his total conquest and victory over him. The timeless truths in this book answer it, reveal how to answer every opposition and the steps to take to exit times of testings. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.